Abiocco, Italian. The drowsiness you feel after a large meal. The long, delicious lunch is over and the lively conversation slows to a gentle, lazy pace. You're full and happy and entirely comfortable. So comfortable, in fact, that your eyelids are beginning to droop. This is abiocco, an Italian word that is defined variously as postprandial lethargy, a general afternoon drowsiness, or as favenire labiocco, to make someone sleepy. The most common usage is for what we might today call a food coma. The term is an etymological relation of another Italian word, chioccia, used of a broody hen that sits snugly upon her nest. However you use it, abiocco is all about the lolling head of a human as they try in vain to resist the seductive pull of sleep. Abdabs, the horrors. Abdabs usually come in the screaming variety. First recorded as habdabs in the anxious 1940s, the word articulates a state of extreme agitation or horror. Its origins may lie in its sound, which is suggestive of the spluttering, wobbly speech of someone caught up in an acute abdabs attack. For a time, in the 1960s, the expression, don't come the old abdabs with me, was a warning against trying to pull the wool over someone's eyes. While that sense faded from view, the descriptive power of abdabs to articulate utter disgust and impending doom remains undiminished, rivaled only by a similar phrase from the 1920s, heebie-jeebies. Abhorrence, loathing and revulsion. From its first entrance into English in the early 15th century, abhor has been freighted with repugnance. Its root lies in the body's physical reaction to something frightening or repulsive, In Latin, horere meant to bristle or shudder to the extent that the hairs on your body stood on end, a process technically known as horripilation or pilo-erection. Put another way, all such horrid, horrible and abhorrent emotions will give you goosebumps, a none-too-pleasant nod to the pimply skin of a plucked goose. A catalepsy, the impossibility of comprehending the universe. It's big space, isn't it? The physicist Brian Cox regularly points out that we still don't know what 96% of the universe is made of. We talk airily about dark matter, but as with the dark ages, dark here is simply adjectival shorthand for shrouded in obscurity, and hence we haven't a clue. Most of us these days would accept that humans still have an enormous amount to learn. The earliest people to grasp this were the ancient sceptics, who argued that unknowability was a characteristic of all things. Human knowledge, they believed, can never amount to certainty, only to probability. The fact that nearly all of the writings of the sceptics no longer exist feels entirely fitting. From Greek, a catalepsy is made up of a, without, and catalepsis, the ability to grasp fundamental concepts about life. In reality, life offers both a catalepsy and catalepsis. Perhaps in the end it was Socrates who got it right when he said, the only true wisdom is in knowing you know nothing.